The Frozen North, episode 93. Our top five games on the go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Frozen North Gaming Podcast. My name is JJ, and I'm here with my one friend. That makes it sound even more pathetic. Uh, Brian. We're, we're losing friends left and not, right. Not that you're a pathetic friend. Just I no. said I had one friend. Uh, it's okay. I'm a pathetic so, friend. It's okay. You can just We can just throw it out there in the webs. All right. Uh, Brian, what's going on, man? Not a whole lot. I'm actually sitting in Mark's chair today. It feels different. Um, we kind of had to switch it up a little bit because... Yeah. Uh, the soundboard thingy it needs to be on the other side now because I got two monitors. I'm going to post a picture of what it looks like now on Twitter, and you can see that I can clearly not see either one of their seats <laughs> where I'm sitting now. So I'm kind of talking blind. Well, Brian is too. Yeah. We, uh, got, we got two massive curved monitors here. They're very sleek and oh, man, gorgeous. Two 27-inch beautiful screens. Mark was going to join us today, but uh, unfortunately he's a little bit under the weather, so he I, I gave him the day off, and, uh, and Brian and I are going to rock it out. But we do have a top five list later on, and Mark did supply us with, a top, with his top five. So what else are we going to do other than to not only ridicule it as per usual, but uh, I think Brian and I might take turns trying to imitate Mark's voice. This is perfect. So, Because <laughs> why not? Yeah, this is going to be great. <laughs> so, Brian, what have you been playing? Uh, I have been playing Overwatch and World of Warcraft. Oh, there I, it is. I uh, I was convinced that uh, I was done with that game. Um, I hadn't like ever since I've been playing that since 2005. Uh, I have had always had the pull to play, but I've always fought it off. And then this was the first break that I ever had where I really had no desire to play it. Um, but then I started looking at Legion, the new expansion coming out, and Blizzard has been pumping out some of the best lore. For a pre-expansion that I've ever seen, um, I mean they've had books before, but now they've got like an audio drama, um, a bunch of like new uh, comics and uh, Harbinger series, which is like a, a moving comic on on YouTube. And I don't know what it is, but uh, it just I, I read read some of the stuff. Just to, I was like, you know what, I'll I'll see what's up, and just you know if it looks like it's same old same old expansion, I'll probably not be interested. But it actually seems like they're putting a lot of chips forward in this uh, expansion rather than uh, lead it to Draenor, which still was a decent lead up, but nothing, it doesn't feel like this. Well, I think, I think they kind of, uh, and I, and I would say they realized this with Draenor when they first, I think their intentions were good. Um, But I think they're starting to kind of realize that the strongest part of this game is the story and the lore. And that's what I, I would be willing to bet. That's what probably most people, really enjoy about it yeah I've, uh, you know they, it's from the warcraft 3 uh the, yeah. the game you know what i mean and, and even before that warcraft like that was i mean it was an rts but uh it was always known for having that 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 little you know exposition storytelling so. absolutely a lot um, of fans and so and I, I think they're just kind of pushing it one step further with this new one it looks like and you've always been a major you know oh, wow yeah. head when it comes to the, the, the storyline and everything i'm a so huge geek for the lore I think I think they're making the right move when it comes to that, and that, which isn't to say there aren't people who who play it just for the gameplay because obviously Brandon does, right? Um, but even even he admittedly loves the story. He's like, you know, I I don't play it for the story, but 
you ask him a question and he'll know the answer yep. when it comes to the lore in that game. You got it. So it's uh yeah, it's it's cool to be excited to and you know what? I, I'm honestly like as many times as I've quit and come back, I'm okay with doing that because yeah. I always like coming back and kind of seeing how things have changed and, and, and all this stuff, even if it is only for a few months, which I'm sure yeah. I'm going to play for a few months. Uh, but it, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I really I, like that. I aspect. agree. Um, that pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, with the smattering of, uh, actually that is it since last I recorded, it's pretty much been uh, overwatch and I'm trying to, I'm trying to rack my brain, um, overwatch and wow, pretty much no other smatterings. No, there's no, there's some <laughs> smatters, mats, no, none. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, me, Overwatch, same thing, and uh, World of Warcraft as well. Uh, but I've also been playing I Am Setsuna, which which I enjoy. I think I talked about it a little bit on the last show. And I got farther in Star Ocean as well. I think I'm actually very close to being at the end of that. And as short of a game as it is, I and even the reviews I know are mediocre, but honestly, I think I might like it probably as my number two right behind uh, the second one. I, I really like... The, it starts off slow, but once you get to the middle and things start picking up and everything, it was. I was telling you this the other day. Like you had that moment in till the end of time where they're having that big battle, uh, you know, between these two medieval armies and whatnot, and then all of a sudden a spaceship comes flying in, right? And they kind of just stopped it. Like it, there wasn't much to it. It didn't get fleshed out yep. or anything. It just kind of like fizzled out right there. It was like, well, you could have done so much more with that. This game did more with that. Good. Oh man, they learned. So it was. It was really, really. There were some really cool scenes that they had, and it was a very kind of similar situation. But it, uh, it definitely, it wasn't just like one guy goes full on Japanese anime and is like, my powers have been awakened, and <laughs> everybody disappears or some crap. Right. Which, admittedly, I do like. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but, but I mean, I, I, I really like the way they took it in this game, and and uh, I, you know. Maybe I'll do a, a short review on it at some point, but uh, I, I re- I'm enjoying it. Yeah, let us uh, send us an email. Let us know what you're playing, what you're doing. Uh, we're, you know what? We haven't had a side quest in a while. I'd like to get a side quest submitted or something like that, something to discuss and, 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 and everything. Uh, shoot us an email over at frozennorthpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a submission for a side quest. Uh, just let us know what's on your mind, what you've been playing and whatnot. Uh, our website is fngaming.net. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash North. Our Twitter is at FN Podcast. Our blog is frozennorthpodcast.blogspot.com. Uh, our YouTube is Frozen North Gaming, where you'll get to hear the episodes a day early. I usually up those, upload those on Sundays instead of Mondays. I apologize for last episode. It was a day late on the iTunes side because, uh, well, there's no excuse for it. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and honestly, because we, we were just talking about it, it was because of World of Warcraft. I was playing it and playing it and playing it, and I was like, oh, man, that's a really fun game. I'm oh, really glad game? I got back into it. Can't wait for the expansion. I'm going to bed now. And the next day I woke up, and I was like, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> so, uh, And we're on iTunes, as I just mentioned, so please subscribe to and rate us on there. We would appreciate it. Just tell us what you think about the show. All right. Uh, what do we got for news? All right. Uh, so let's talk about some of the news that has happened in the last couple of weeks. Um one big one, uh, in, at least in my life, it's just want to preface, this is a rumor only, but a pretty big rumor as a lot of news sites are picking this up, but uh, Blizzard uh, might be working on a StarCraft HD, um, so they might be trying to uh, remaster the original StarCraft. 
Not a lot of details on this. I'm, I I want to know because so if you if anybody doesn't know if anybody's not a PC gamer, StarCraft playing StarCraft on a modern machine is actually pretty difficult nowadays. Um, it's it's a bit of an older like Warcraft Three is not as old, but uh, playing StarCraft on a modern machine is a challenge. Uh, you have to find some software to you know make sure it runs correctly, um, especially with Windows Ten now. Uh, so. I think Blizzard is seeing that as a time. And it, by the way, it's still very popular in Korea. So I am wondering if they're just going to add a few things, a few features, and then and then just take it one one and make it better for uh, for modern day machines, or if they're actually going to give it new sprites and skins or put it in the StarCraft II format. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very vague at this point, but that's a sweet rumor. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and then another not-so-sweet rumor. Well, it's not a rumor. It's official. Uh, no Man's Sky is now delayed three days on PC. Feels like that game's oh. running the struggle bus a little bit. Yeah. As soon as you said No Man's Sky, I was like, what? No. No, it's next it, week. Right. On P- uh, PS4 users uh, should not worry. Um, well, d- just until the 9th. Just crush your fingers until the 9th. <laughs> yep. But uh, I guess they're still trying to iron out some things on the PC version. <laughs> Which is the one I wanted to play on, so... So they need three extra days? Yeah, I... This game's so shrouded in mystery that I don't even... I don't even know why. I mean, they Mm. they kind of make a statement that there's there's a few things that they're trying to work on. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's the netcode or what is wrong with it, but uh, they need three additional days to make sure it runs... That's fine. Whatever. Three days is three days. Uh, But this game has been been a bit of a weird one. Yeah. Have you seen any of the uh, the Twitch streamers yeah, and that, stuff? Yeah. I, I mean, the game looks pretty much exactly how they've described it so far. I will say, though, like, just based on what I've seen so far, the music that's playing is so appropriate for yeah. for, for the game itself. Like, when you're flying through space and the, the stuff that's playing, oh, my gosh, it's so good. You really have to kind of just experience it for yep. yourself. But, yeah, there's a lot of people on uh, on Twitch kind of streaming their early access stuff. So go check it out. I'm really excited to play it still, just FYI. <clears throat> just uh, I don't know why it's being delayed three days on the PC. That was weird. Um, and then uh, to f- shift back, I guess, to, to Blizzard, we were just talking about uh, Warcraft. Uh, Activision just hit a digital revenue of $1 billion Holy crap. In a record quarter. So uh, now that's not all Blizzard, but uh, I'm going to say that's a huge chunk of Blizzard. Um, I imagine as so. Our next story uh, in the same same kind of vein. I think they were doing uh, Activision was doing their like quarterly, you know, announcements and reports. Overwatch now boasts over 15 million players across worldwide servers. So uh, <laughs> another Blizzard game. Like, I wonder if other companies like just be like, Could I, can I? Can you tell me what you're doing? <laughs> Because, you know, a game comes out and you're, like, really happy if you get, you know, like, a couple million concurrent people, right? You know, yeah. I, I remember when Blizzard's original goal for World of Warcraft was one million. You know, that was a huge deal. Um, gaming's obviously grown since then, so, you know, one million may not be seen as a success. But 15 million for a new IP that just, you know, that's, you know, and Hearthstone broke over 20 million uh, a while back. And then WoW's yeah. boasted over 15 million at one point. So, it's like, I, I don't know what Blizzard's doing, but they... Probably sure. They think outside the box. Yeah, they 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 are gamers. They're not just you know a bunch of businessmen who hire programmers to make a game. Make a game. Yeah. They are like you know what what would we what would we want to have fun with? But seeing game, they I call Blizzard the uh, hey I like that genre. We'll go ahead and do it better. That's that's kind of what I mean. They yeah. they were like hey we've never done a first person shooter before, uh, but we really like this like Team Fortress type style game. Let's just do a better one. And, and they just do it. And I don't know. It's it's pretty 
weird to see that they every time they come out with a, a game, it's. I mean, and I guess they scrap the games that they don't think are good, which is probably good <laughs> on them. Uh, but yeah, just that's a huge thing. So Activision's uh, Activision is doing very helpfully uh, thanks to that acquisition a while back by Blizzard. Makes me uh, cross my fingers for a Blizzard JRPG. Oh, <laughs> what would it be called? What would a Blizzard JRPG be called? I don't think they could do it because they probably have to have some like name that made sense, and that's that's something you can't yeah, do. Like, that's what I'm JRPG, saying. Like Blizzard's so. names are like very <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna make one, and it's gonna make sense, and the rest of the world is gonna go, oh my gosh. This innovation, wizard! <laughs> How? How did you do this to a JRPG? Amazing! Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Because yeah, I don't. It's know. an improve- improvement. So you know. Uh, Why did we think of this before? Wait, Dang it! Their, their, their name actually invokes the style of the game. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's uh, that's a good that's a good thought. Blizzard make a JRPG, make a JRPG, or just make an RPG in general. Yeah. I'd be, dude, they could make an awesome, like, Mass Effect-type space exploration yes. RPG. Maybe in the, set in the StarCraft universe. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. All right, so um, now we're going to talk about Xbox's, uh, the new One S. Actually, it shipped, people bought it, and actually discovered it's uh, more powerful. Really? Yeah, slightly. But, confirmed, so Digital Foundry... Uh, which is a branch of Eurogamer, have a YouTube series, and uh, they actually kind of dissected it and found out that it is actually more powerful uh, than the uh, original Xbox. So if you're thinking about jumping on board uh, or if you're wanting to upgrade, uh, now's your chance. I know Xbox is coming out with their Project uh, Neo or something. I don't remember. No, No, Scorpio. Scorpio, Scorpio, yeah. Which is like the the, the HD or the 4K parentheses yeah. xbox one but the uh, xbox one s is is slightly more powerful than the original uh xbox one so interesting um hey we'll have at it it's a cheaper version and you get a little bit more power bang for your buck bang for your buck bang for your buck and then to go over to sony uh speaking of their consoles they have now now this is shipped numbers uh not sales but they have now shipped 45 or 43.5 million playstation 4s so it uh, that that train is still very healthily uh, chugging right along. Um, I I don't know the numbers of the other two, but I I'm sure it's not even close to that. To nope. be honest with you. So good on Sony. I'll um, be interested to see what the actual sales are. Yeah, I would be too. Um, if but, they're shipping that many, it's got to be you know at sure. least. Well, and the people always say that's ship numbers. Well, typically ship numbers uh, they're not, and it's not going to be as high as the ship numbers. But the the amount of something something someone has shipped is typically a good indication of how they're selling. Yeah, they it, you know especially four years after launch, if they're shipping that many, it's because it's been selling well. Correct, and so that's what you can kind of infer that. <laughs> you don't sell three consoles and be like, oh god, we need forty four million yeah. more. Shoot, we got four <laughs> people to buy this. I need forty seven thousand of these immediately. It's not work like doesn't, that. Doesn't work like that. Uh, but uh, anyway, that's your news, guys. Um, and uh, news it was, and news you are. News we all will be. And the news shall roll on. I don't My know child. what's happening. I don't right know now. either. I'm trying to think of a good a- outro, but that's just never coming to If you ever need a good outro, just sing. Just get like... Super high tech. Old old school Frozen North joke there. Yeah. Go back and listen to it. I'm not going to tell you what episode. <laughs> All right. Uh, games on the go, man. Games on G-O-T-G. the go. O-T-G. So, 
I was trying to think back and I was trying to come up with a top five list for this episode because I know we hadn't done one in a few. And uh, I'm sitting here and I'm like, should we do three? Yes. But I don't think Mark has played that many three. Yes. Games. And I was like, well, maybe we should do PSP. I was like, well, I don't think Mark's played too many PSP games. <laughs> maybe we should do Game Boy. I don't think Mark's played too many Game Boy games. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was like, oh, what if we combine them all? And then I was like, what do we do just all portable and mobile gaming, you know, all, all together? And then I'm sitting here, I'm like, we had to have done that before. Right. And I looked, and I couldn't, I couldn't find, you know, granted, if we have, I apologize. Uh, but, like, dude, this is episode 93, and I could not tell you I mean, every single top five. I don't five ever remember done. talking I about I had to go look. I don't ever remember talking about these games. So. I, don't, I don't think we have. I'm, I'm almost positive we haven't, haven't done uh, anything on, on portable. So I I was like shoot heck yeah let's let's yeah. freaking do it. You got any honorable mentions? At a tertiary glance at our list, I can't really see any that I would put on honorable mentions uh, that isn't already on the lists. Yeah. So Mark Mark would have had Mark's number one as one of my honorable mentions. So I can't really I can't yeah. really go anywhere. Yeah. I would I would and I I agree with that. Um, I would put personally because I liked it. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Attack of the Saiyans. I haven't played that yet. That's that RPG style Dragon Ball Z game, which I had a blast with. Um, still super cheap. The DS, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Cool. Uh, really, really fun game. So go check it out if you get if you get a chance. And then, Bravely Default, the first one. Um, sim- I mean, yes, I liked it, but I also like how it kind of reinvigorated the turn based job system JRPG genre that so many people had considered dead and gone. You know, and I, I think it kind of it kind of shows that. You know, it, it kind of does belong on a handheld at this point <clears throat> because it does it does work with being able to have those automatic battles in the palm of your hand. Because um, I grinded like crazy in that game while watching Netflix on the big screen. <laughs> but uh, just because of what it what it did, and it is it is a great game in its own right too. So, and I wouldn't say really default too, just because it's pretty much the same game. Uh, oh, and I did beat that by the way. Okay. Over the past two weeks, and it was it was all right. Okay. It was okay. Decent. Uh, let's, let's freaking get into these top five. Let's do this top five. You know what? I'm going to have Mark start us off. I will, I will go ahead and take Mark's number five here. Uh, my number five is, uh, new Super Mario Brothers 2 because it's, uh, it's, it's new. Like, you know, you go to a a store and if you want to buy, uh, some fruit, get yourself some apples. Uh, (laughs) are you going to buy the used apples? No, you're, you're going to want to buy the new, the new apples. So... The new Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> and it's the number two, which you know two is always higher than one. So <laughs> Mark is going it's a step up in every way. Mark is going what right now? That's not me. <laughs> Mark, that was some valuable insight, and I appreciate yeah. your response. So Mark's number five, New Super Mario Brothers two. Thank you, Mark. I I honestly can't give more commentary on it because I have not played it myself. I haven't either. So there we go. But his other games, I think we have played between the two of us. So uh, my number five is. The Fire Emblem Fate series recently came out, and there's three parts to it. I've played through one of them, uh, Birthright, and I honestly loved it. Oh, Awakening, Fire Emblem Awakening is also, and that should actually have been an honorable mention, um, is, is a fantastic game, and honestly, there's a lot more to it. I just like the simplicity of the Fire Emblem Fate series because it, it's a great introduction into the series, and I think it's a great one to start out with if you never played any of them, but you're curious about what the series is about. Um, you can, you know, match your characters up and they can, uh, form relationships based on their actions in combat, how close they are to each other. 
uh, and then they can eventually have their own kids, which you then do side quests to go and, and rescue and, and bring into your party. And it's the, the replayability there is just crazy insane. And plus you get to see different sides of the story because there are three different parts to it. Uh, so it's, you know, just a, a cool little, uh, cool little game. And I, I can't wait to dive into the others at some point as well. Um, so that's my number five, Fire Emblem Fates. Right. Uh, my number five is a gravity rush for the PS Vita. Um, it's a good little game. Uh, so in this game, you play as a uh, as a lady who can shift her gravity. So imagine you're living on the world, and you can make gravity like you know form above you and fall. So you're you're. It's basically a game where you're flying around by falling around. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really weird concept. I really liked the concept, but the game, the like the execution of the game was a little bit wonky but the concept of the game was so strong that i really enjoyed it it was just uh yeah you so imagine like you're superman right but instead of like looking like you're flying you look like you're falling just like across the sky like that's how right. that's kind of how it felt it was a uh, pretty interesting the combat was all right um the story was very japanese um i really couldn't follow it much uh <laughs> But, but the gameplay was there. The gameplay was was really intuitive. I mean, they used the touch screen pretty well, so I I I did enjoy that, and that is my number five gravity rush for the PS Vita. Solid. Mark, your number four. Uh, uh, my my number four is the Legend of Zelda: A Link Between Worlds, but it should be higher on my list. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I put it at number four. What? I really, I really should have put this higher, but I like the Legend of Zelda: a Link Between Worlds. Brian, how high would you have put it on your list? Mark, I would have put it much higher. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> okay, my number four is the Legend of Zelda: <laughs> A Link Between Worlds. Thank you, Mark. That was again once very insightful. <laughs> my number four is Phoenix Wright: Ace Attorney. But it shows up later on somebody else's list, so we will talk about it then. All right, my number four is Dissidia Final Fantasy. Um, for the P- I played it on the PSP. It is for the PSP, I guess I yep. should say. Uh, I really so here, here's a confession. I love the the everything about Final Fantasy games uh, except for one thing, and I bet you can guess what it is. I don't like turn based combat, but I love the art. I love the characters. I love the stories. I love the worlds. Um, the only thing I'd never liked about Final Fantasy is and that's maybe why, why I like 13 a little better than a lot of people because it felt more action oriented than uh, turn based combat. But this game, uh, Dissidia, is a, I would call what I like to call an arena fighter. Um, if you've ever played games like Virtua On or Dragon Ball Z, Tenkaichi, um, where you're flying around a battlefield. It's a good comparison. Yeah, so that's kind of what this is, but you get to use Final Fantasy characters. And the one. Say what you will about Japanese storytelling, the flash and flair they put in the characters' moves. It's just something that I'll never... I think I'll never uh, not enjoy. Um, I love just seeing, like, crazy, like, acrobatic and, like, spells and just, like, slashing swords. They... they, The Japanese do that better. I'll just admit it right here and now. But but this city is a way to... For me to kind of enjoy the stories of Final Fantasy, enjoy the characters without having to worry about grinding and uh, doing the 
you know the, the battling that I don't like in those games to get to the cool scenes. This is like an, an entirely a cool scene. Mm-hmm. Um, playing with your favorite characters, like some of the special moves they had were like just per- muy perfecto. Cool. Yeah. So the city of Final Fantasy for the PSP is my number four. Solid. Mark number three. Uh, my number three is po- Pokemon Red and Blue, specifically Blue, because <laughs> it's. I like blue. Oh, and cycle. It's, it's later on somebody else's list, so I, we'll talk about it then. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. All right. My number three is the Final Fantasy Legends series. Uh, the, honestly, these games really aren't that spectacular. This is a because I just had so much fun with them growing up. I was, uh, you know, I, I, I became a fan of the series uh, when, when four was out here, uh, two. Actually, six was out. Well, three was out at the time as well on uh, on Super Nintendo. But four was the first one that I played, and played it, loved it. Then I played three, six, and obviously loved it. It's my favorite game of all time. And I, you know, I was always like, "This is great. This is awesome. I love being able to play it on my Super Nintendo and, and all that stuff." And I was in, uh, I don't know if I'm showing my age here, probably, but Funko Land when it was oh, still yeah. around. I remember going in there and seeing a boxed game called the final fantasy legend. And I'm like, what the heck? What is this? So I took it and, and, and brought it home. And basically it's uh, it, it kind of mirrors final fantasy one in that you pick your own party, except you've got like mutants and robots and stuff that you can pick from as well. <clears throat> and you can choose male and female and it's just a lot of customization there. And each, each kind of race uh, would level up their own unique way. Like, I think some of them leveled up just through equipment, some of them leveled up just through fighting, and some of them leveled up just through items. It was kind of kind of interesting that way. And then, you know, with 2 and 3, they added a little more story and put, uh, put some more uh, kind of character development and that kind of stuff in there, and it, it evolved into its own little thing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's old school, first original Game Boy, just... Fun little RPGs to play. Uh, not going to win any awards by any means, but uh, you know I had a good time with them growing up. So that's my number three, the Final Fantasy Legend series. Very good, Brian. Number three. My number three is uh, Pokemon X and Y. I specifically played Y. Um, <clears throat> it's really, to be honest with you, my first Pokemon game I ever played from front to back. Uh, I do remember when the originals came out, and I do remember playing them, but I don't ever remember getting into them. I, I'm Truthfully, not super into Pokemon, but I do think that uh, this game, this game uh, Y in particular, really kind of made me see the merits of collecting them and evolving them and battling them. It was really fun, especially on the with friends and comparing Pokemon and stuff like that. So, uh, as much as I can say, I, I can't say much about Pokemon because I haven't played much. But uh, it was like a JRPG, but you collect monsters. Absolutely. Yep. So that's my number three, yeah. Pokemon X and Y. Yeah, we had quite a bit of fun with that. We did. Uh. Okay, number twos. Mark, what's your number two, sir? Howdy, y'all! <laughs> a, uh, a little late for that. Uh, my number two is Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, but that's also JJ's. That's my number four. Number four. Yep, that's right, Mark. It is. I did good. <laughs> uh... <laughs> What did you think, JJ? Uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney is a... Uh, it's... <laughs> you're not going to find a lot of replayability because once you play through it, you know how to solve all the puzzles and you know how to kind of do everything in the game. But it's 
such a fun thing to figure out your first time through. Like if you've ever wanted like watch those lawyer shows on TV and stuff like that, and you're all like, oh yeah, get them, get them, get them. You know when they get those gotcha yeah. moments and that kind of stuff. Um, you can do that in the, in this game here, but it's all with you know Japanese uh, style characters and. It's uh, the stories are really interesting, and you're kind of looking for clues. You're not not only are you a lawyer, you're also kind of a detective as well because you're trying to solve these cases as they're being presented. Um, and there's all these twists and turns, and it's just just a fun little thing. And if you're into it, you can instead of just pushing a button, you can scream objection at your Game Boy, and it'll count you know as you objecting in the game, which is kind of cool. So it's uh, I I absolutely adore the game. Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Yeah, it's my number four, March number two. It's really fun. It's and it's really fun. It's really fun. Yep. Thank you, Mark. That's great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my my number two is The Legend of Zelda: A Link Between Worlds, but it shows up later on somebody else's list. So we'll talk about it then. All right. My number two is God of War: The Chains of Olympus for the PSP. Uh, boy, did the uh, what, what's the name of the? I can't remember the name of the company who developed this game, but they really pushed the PSP's hardware on this one. Um, it's God of War through and through. <laughs> I mean, uh, brutal death animations. Uh, it's you know, it's not going to reinvent the wheel with uh, God of War, but I love the story. It's one of the things I loved about. The, it's weird. The God of War is known for being that visceral action game, but I just love the I love the world and the story. Um, yeah. And this one, uh, the story, just a real quick uh, p- elevator pitch of it, is uh, Helios, uh, the, the god of the sun. Uh, he gets uh, basically exiled from the sky um, and shoots down to the uh, to the world, and you have to basically find him and help him stop, um, I think Atlas is the one. And Atlas is a titan, if you haven't read up on your uh, mythology. Uh, but uh, really good story. You get to go through and meet some of the... He's the one that holds the world on his shoulders, right? Correct. Yep. Well, Zeus was like, uh, now that I've defeated you, you are to hold the world up and uh, for all eternity. He so, literally has the weight of the whole world on his it, shoulders. It's correct. Like, that's <laughs> literally Atlas. Like, if somebody was like, hey, Atlas, man, you got to make that decision, man. You got the whole world on your shoulders. He'd be like, literally. <laughs> yes. So yeah, God of War, The Chains of Olympus, that is my number update. You excited for the new one? I am, very much. Nice. And and plus, as you know me, I'm uh, Nordic descent, so I would love to explore Nordic. (laughs) Nordica. Go go to Nordica and mess with the Nords while they Nordic around. (laughs) All right. Number ones. Mark, tell us about your number one, buddy. Uh, My number one is uh the legend of zelda link's awakening i like it because 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 link's awake and if he was asleep it wouldn't make for a very interesting game <laughs> mark you were very clever i think i think we can all agree on that <laughs> oh those mark jokes are flowing in today those mark can jokes do with a straight face <laughs> oh. i've seen i've seen cutscenes in other zelda games where link was asleep and it it just wasn't very interesting, <laughs> so I, I, that's why I like this one so much. And it's also fun. Uh, also, this is Mark Two. Well, this is still Mark. <laughs> uh, I want to just say that if I had to do this list over again, I would switch those Zelda games on my list. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, guys. He's somewhere like Eeyore. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm really... I'm going to play it up. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Have you seen my tail? Have you seen... 
uh, but yeah, <laughs> it was really fun, Pooh. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you've played this before, right? Uh, we, we all have, yeah. <laughs> this really is a, a fantastic game mm-hmm. uh, on the, this was regular first Game Boy, right? I be- or the Game Boy Color, I would have to look. Yeah. Um, I, for some reason, I think it's Game Boy Color, but I could be completely wrong. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, either way, it's. I, I remember. You know, I I love the original old school Zelda mm-hmm. style. You know, and that's why A Link Between Worlds is on my list. That's why I like uh, the uh, the one for Super Nintendo so much. I just I really really like that old school top down. You're just going through the world, solving puzzles, and and you know, playing Zelda that way. And that's exactly what this is. Uh, and it's it was just a, a really really fun blast of a game to play. Yeah. So. Cool. Agreed. That's Mark's number one. Good job, Legend Mark. Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. Thanks. Way to go, champ. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> All right. My number one happens to be Pokemon Red and Blue, specifically Blue. However, I I almost cheated and put the Pokemon series because I love it so much, but then I was like, you know, I should probably narrow it down to pick at least one of them. Um, because honestly, like I, I, like, I think X and Y uh, is, is beyond a better game. Right, but I just spent so much time playing Blue as a kid. I mean, it's an OG. Uh, yeah, right, and uh, and so it, it's just always going to have a, a have a great spot in my heart. And I, you know, it's perfect for you know you can you can play this game on the go while you're sitting in the car. You know, somebody else is driving, and you're just grinding away, getting experience and whatnot. You can w- watch Netflix again while you're while you're doing that. Uh, there's also a story there, so you can give it your full attention, and you can do that if you want to. The party comp, uh, the party composition that you can make up is pretty much endless. You know, it's crazy to think of you know what you can what you put yeah. together and what you can do. I loved going in there, finding out what the next gym battle was going to be, and then looking at what I've caught so far. I mean, like, all right, right, I need to make a team, and then I need to train them, and then I'm going to go in and take this thing over. Boom. And I always thought that was just a really cool concept, and I, I can't wait for the new ones to come out as well. I am actually looking forward to it. I do wish there was a way to like the only problem. I want to go play like all the old ones and, and lead up to the to, to the new one. I, I I really like just a handheld game that's kind of mindless and and fun that you don't have yeah. to think too much about. And that's Pokemon. I do I do wish the only thing that's keeping me from doing that is I wish you could kind of carry over your Pokemon from game to game. You know, like collect. They made that easier now. They did okay, especially if you've got a three D. You have a three DS. I do. So I think they have the original red and blue and yellow for do- digital download. Okay, um, and you can you know the Pokemon Bank. Yes, you can. It's like five dollars a year. Okay, I think, but you can save your stuff from those digital games into the, your bank, and then you can access them from the other games as well. Whoa. Now I don't know as far as like the Game Boy Advance ones and stuff like that, but I do know that with the later versions, there are some, maybe all of them, that you can actually uh, get, like transfer them up. I'm gonna somehow. have to research that. And so, if that's the case, I'll probably play through all the all the old ones because there there is a way to get them all. Because I've watched, we, we you know we haven't talked about them in a wow. while, but the Speed Gamers, yeah, uh, the guys that do the uh, the charity video game marathons and stuff. Um, they've done several times where they've done full Pokemon marathons, and they've caught them all and put them all on one cartridge, and then they basically like do a raffle at the end and and you know give it away. So it's each, definitely possible. Doesn't each game take place in a different region? It does. Okay, it does. That's kind of why you're, I you're not the to... same character right. or anything like that. But you can you can definitely transfer. Like, and I think they made it to where like you've got the original ones that can transfer with the next step. 
uh, and amazing. then the next step can transfer with the next step. So, like so you can just keep a, kind of bumping them up. Five dollars a year or five dollars a month? Five dollars a year for a the year? bank. Yeah, it, like it's nothing. I'm gonna pull that up when I get home. Actually, I, that, that's yeah. the only thing that's been barring me. I was like, because I was gonna fire up Y again. I was like, ah, I'll buy that the 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 new the new old ones like Omega Ruby. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, I really want to explore the older ones because they're you know they also were in a different region. It's gonna be it's brutal though. Oh, I, I will I, warn you. That's that I, I totally understand the uh the, the difference in, in but that's the thing, like what I would do in those is is just I wouldn't worry so much about collecting. Yeah. As far as just getting through all the gyms and seeing the kind of the story play out. Definitely. And then move on to the next one, then when I get to the newer ones, then I and that and then I have a real strong bank of old Pokemon that I've gotten. Mm-hmm. I can then worry about that later on. So that's that was my biggest bar, but now that you that seems like it's lifted, I'm, yeah, they I'm made it very way excited. Absolutely. It's awesome. Yep, yep. All right, so that's my number one Pokemon. Very good, red and blue. Right, number one. Okay, so uh, my number one is actually your number two, and uh, Mark's and my number, number four. four. Yeah, my, <laughs> but we already, I already admitted I wanted that higher on my list. <laughs> anyway, okay, so what's our favorite Zelda game of all time? Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds. Well, well, well it's not. What's our favorite Zelda game? You, I mean, at least I can speak for me. And oh, you. the Super Nintendo one. Yeah, uh, uh, freaking a Link to the Past. Link to the Past. Yeah. Well, this is a, a direct sequel to that, in, in kind of the same style. Yep. Uh, so of course this one is it's brilliant too. They and they and they did something that Nintendo is known for. Always trying to shake up the formula. Mm-hmm. They don't like formulaic, so they always like to add stuff much recently to their very bad decisions that they've made. I mean, they're not always going to be good, but yep. they changed the formula up in um, A Link Between Worlds. That felt pretty good. So what they did, instead of having like a Metroidvania feel to it, where you have to have this item to go to this place to go to this place, you can go and literally go anywhere you want because you can go rent that item you need mm-hmm. before you actually collected it. I thought that was kind of cool. How would you feel about the, the style change? I when I first heard about it, I was turned off. I was yeah. like, uh, "I don't rent items. Like yeah, it, this sounds ridiculous. I just want to go to a dungeon, find what I need, right. know that it's going to help me get to the next one." But it's kind of what it's another one of the situations where you don't know you want it until you actually get it, and then you get it and you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is so cool!" <laughs> and then like I. Uh, it works. It works with the game. Am I saying that I want all future Zeldas to have that? Not necessarily, no. Because right. I, I still personally do like the original formula better where you go through and you get something that you don't know what to do with at first, but you'll find a way to use it to help you move on to the next step. I, I enjoy that aspect and always have. But the, the I, I'm so glad that they did it with this one and, and tried it out because, A, like I said, it works. It, yes. it really does because... You've got a sense of freedom. You don't have to necessarily go to a specific dungeon right off the bat. Not everyone's pigeonholed in the same path. Exactly. You can be like, oh, I'm on uh, this dungeon over here. And then your buddy's like, oh, I just finished that one. I'm actually on this one over right. here. And you can say like, oh, actually, I just did that one. So, And then you share ideas for how to beat him and whatnot. Yep. Uh, and I, I think it just really, really it kind of almost gives it a... Uh, I hate using the term open world with Zelda. But if anything... It this does. would probably be more open world than any of the other games that came before it. Yep. So I, I really, really, I thought it was a great, I did too, wonderful idea that they did that. This is a this is a must a must have in your Zelda collection for sure. Absolutely. If you have not tried it out, get yourself a 3ds, get a Link Between Worlds, and play it because it's it's a treat. For sure. Uh, and I think we did a review on it a while ago. Uh, we did. Yes, we did. Yeah. We did. We, I couldn't we, tell you which episode, but yeah, it's but you know one of our previous. But we 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 gushed about it then too. 
So fantastic game and, and highly, yeah. highly recommended. Mark, you too. It was fun. Okay, thank you very much. Thank really you appreciate for that it. input, Mark. You're yep. very good. Absolutely. Uh, cool. Anything else? I think that's it for us. All right. Uh, yeah, shorter episode. We got uh, we got we got a cool one coming up next episode. I'm really really excited for. So we'll we'll uh, we'll you know get working on that here in two weeks. And we'll see you then. We'll have Mark back, and uh, I think you're really going to enjoy what we've got planned. And then after that, I'm going to be in Europe, so Mark and Brian are going to do a show without me. Oh, my. This will be the first time, <laughs> be the first in, time. in the history of the Frozen North that we have ever done a uh, podcast without JJ. This is going to be glorious. Yeah. So, <sighs> <laughs> he's already like, <laughs> I what know. are they going to say? <laughs> it's like, I know what I've done in the past. <laughs> Crap! Uh, uh, what goes around's all around, right? I, what go, what comes <laughs> down is oh over there. Right. All right. Well, with that, I think this is the uh, Frozen North signing off for episode number ninety three. Appreciate you tuning in, and listening to us. Uh, Mark, say your goodbyes. Oh boy, it was fun. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that, man. Uh, you, you've done me proud. <laughs> <laughs> My name is JJ. My name is Brian. And as always, keep on gaming. song was made available through the Creative Commons Attribution License by Ziphoid. The song title is Radical Fanfare.